Thursday, 18th of January, 2024. Then the soldiers, as they were commanded, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipatris. Acts 23, 31. A more literal rendering is, Then, indeed, the soldiers, according to that having been appointed them, having taken up Paul, brought them night to Antipatris. CG. With the letter from the commander fully detailed by Luke, it next says, Then indeed, the soldiers, according to that having been appointed them. The plan was previously detailed. When the commander completed his letter, the soldiers were assembled according to their previously arranged assignment, and Paul was brought out of the barracks to where the soldiers awaited him. At that point, it next says, having taken up Paul. In verse 24, the centurions were instructed to provide mounts to set Paul on. This is what is now taking place. He is taken up onto his mount for the journey and brought through night to Antipatris. Antipatris was previously called Kafar Sabah. It is mentioned by Flavius Josephus in his writings. Herod the Great had its name changed to Antipatris to honour his father Antipater. It is about 35 miles north and west of Jerusalem and still another 26 miles south and east of Caesarea. Today it is known as Kefir Sabah, having reverted back to its original name. The majority of the trip from Jerusalem will be somewhat downhill from the hill country of Ephraim and into the plain of Sharon. If they went all night, which seems likely, they could have reached this by 6 or 7 the next morning. The rest of the trip would take about 6 hours until they reached Caesarea. If they stopped for an extended break, they could have been there by some time in the afternoon. Life Application The Bible isn't just a book that tells of arbitrary events that may or may not be true. It details events that can be verified, including locations, names of those locations, structures that existed in those locations, events that are recorded to have happened in those same locations, like certain details of battles where evidence is readily available, and so forth. There is no reason to assume that the events of a battle that are recorded in the Bible are true, but that the details of the lives of those people, as recorded at the time of those battles, are merely myths. Rather, when it says that a city is besieged by the Assyrians, something that can be verified as true, and that the king said and did certain things at that time, we should assume that those things are also true. This is true with events like Paul's situation that is now being detailed in Acts. If Luke correctly recorded all of the verifiable information, like names of cities, names of certain officials, distances between locations, etc., then what he says about Paul's personal matters would have been equally well researched. Have confidence that what you are reading is accurate and reliable. This is especially so because it is recorded in God's word. Why would God allow something false or misleading to be included there? He wouldn't. Trust the word because God is trustworthy. Heavenly Father, May we be confident in your word, knowing that it has been checked, rechecked, and then checked again throughout the time since it was received. Even today, new evidence of its reliability is being discovered. 
Thank you for the surety we can possess concerning your word. And thus thank you for the surety we can possess concerning what it says about Jesus. Hallelujah for the story of the coming of our Lord. Amen.